summary of the Sikha. At the end of Pasha Zinu, it tells us that the, uh, Hashem spoke to Moshe in the midst of this day, and he said, Go up onto the mountain of Oi, and there you will die. So Rashi tells us about that there are three places in the Torah where it says in the midst of this day. And he brings the other two places. One is by Noyach, that he, when the, the Goyim, the people of his generation, said that I, we will prevent Noyach from going into the Teva. And not only that, we will take axes and, uh, and, two, and some other kshilim and we will will break the teva. So Hashem said, all this is Rashi telling us, so Hashem said, let them try, anybody try to stop him, I want to see them try to stop him. The same also in the, the second time that it says it by Mitzrayim, when the Yidm were going out of Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim said that we will t- we're not going to uh, allow the Jews to leave Mitzrayim, and not only that, we'll take swords and, uh, and other weapons, and we will stop them, we will kill them. So Hashem said, let them try. I will do it in the middle of the day. High noon, I will bring them out. And same by, by Noyach. I will, they will go into the Teva in high noon and, they will, and let anyone that wants come and try to stop it. So also over here, says Rashi, Afkan, so also here, the Yidden of the generation said, Moshe Rabbeinu, who brought us out of Mitzrayim and he lists six things that Moshe Rabbeinu did for the Jewish people and we can't allow him to die. We will prevent him from dying. So Hashem said, etc. Actually, He said, I will, we will do it in the middle of the day, and etc. That's how Rashi tells the story. So there are many, many questions on this Rashi, on the story in general, and the, Rash, the way Rashi tells it. We can understand the people of Noyach and the people of uh, Mitzrayim, they were evil people, so they were trying to prevent Hashem from doing, uh, you know, from Hashem carrying out His will. But why would the Yidden of that generation, why would they want to go against Hashem's will? They were the, the righteous people. They weren't the early generation that came out of Mitzrayim that a number of times did things which were against Hashem's will. They were the ones that were going into Yisrael. They were Vaikin. They were close and attached to Hashem. Why would they think of something like this? Also, why does Rashi have to quote the other two stories in order to explain what Be'etzim Ha'im here means? By Noyach, he doesn't tell us the other two. By Mitzrayim, he doesn't even tell us at all. So why does he hear, why does he have to tell us those other two stories in order to make the point that that's what it means here too? Therefore, we must say that in this case, it's difficult to say that that's what Be'etzim Ayyemazeh means. We wouldn't have intuitively known that that's what it means uh, only because in those two places, that's what it means. So therefore, it must mean the same here. We have to understand what that is. So to explain, the difference between our case and what happened over there by Mitzrayim and by Noyach is very obvious. Over there, they were evil people and they, had, they wanted to rebel against Hashem. But the Yidden of that time, why would they have an interest in rebelling against Hashem and not allowing Hashem's plan to be carried out? So therefore, for that reason, it would be very difficult for us to say that over here, means the same thing, that Hashem wanted to do it in the middle of the day to show that nobody can stop him. Why would we think that they would want to stop him? But Rashi says, but since it means the same thing over there, so therefore we must say that it means the same thing over here. 
it's we're forced to say that it doesn't make sense to say that the Yidden of the time would have tried to do something that goes against Hashem's will but since it's means that in the other two places it must mean it here too now how exactly were the Yidden planning to stop Moshe Rabbeinu from dying everybody knows that there's nothing one can do to stop somebody from dying what was their thought the answer is that Hashem said Alei Alhar Havarim Harnavai He told Moshe Rabbeinu, "Go up onto the mountain, and there you will die." So the Yidden saw that this was a condition. They have to. He has to go up onto the mountain and die there. But what happens if they prevent him from going up onto the mountain? Then the condition that Hashem made for his for his dying wouldn't be met, and therefore he wouldn't be able to die. It would. Once the day is over, everybody knew that this was the day Hayyim Hazet that day was the day that he was going to die. So if for one day they prevent him from going up onto the mountain, and then it'll be, they will avert the decree of him having to die. Once Hashem's condition wasn't met, that's it, it's over. Which explains what Rashi says, he elaborates on what the Mitzrayim said and what the people of Noyach's generation said. The people of Noyach's generation also had a similar plan. They said, we're going to stop Noyach from going onto the Teva, and since we know that Hashem doesn't want Noyach to die, so therefore if we prevent him from going on to the Teva, and then we bust up the Teva, it will prevent Hashem from bringing the marble because he doesn't want Noyach to die. And now he has nowhere to be protected in the Teva, so that will avert the decree of the marble. Had they been true believers, they would have known that all they have to do is prevent Noyach from going, or they would have thought that all they have to do it's prevent Noach from going on on that one day. Hashem said, in seven days it's going to start. That's when the marble will come. All they have to do is wait for the eighth day. Noach didn't go on the Teva. That would be the end of it. But they didn't believe in that accuracy of Hashem. And therefore, they said, the only way we can prevent it is by breaking up the Teva. Otherwise, they're going to have to stand there and guard Noach for weeks and months and who knows how long it would take. So therefore, they said, we'll destroy the Teva. That's why Rashi explains that part. The same with the Mitzrayim. Had they been believers, they would have known that Hashem said, you're going out on the night after Makas Bechayrus, the day after Makas Bechayrus. So all they have to do is prevent them for one day from going out of Mitzrayim, and then it would have been over. But they weren't believers, so they thought they're going to have to stand there and watch the Yidin for months. So therefore they said, we'll kill the Yidin, so this way they they won't be able to leave. And Rashi adds... In both cases, he adds by Noyach, he says, we're going to take hatchets to destroy the Teva. And Kshilin, Kshilin means something, it's a, a tool that disables someone. As we find by the, uh, by the war that the Yidin were, the wars that the Yidin were going to be carrying out, that there were military police that if somebody wanted to escape from the front and run back because he got scared, they would disable him with Kshilin Shalbarzel from running away. So we see that Shilim is not meant to kill anyone, it's just meant to prevent anyone from doing something. So they thought, imagine if we, if Noyach makes a counter-offensive, we're trying to destroy the Teva, and Noyach fights back against us. We don't want to kill him, because if we kill him, that takes away the whole plan of Hashem not being able to bring the Mabel. So therefore, they just wanted to disable him. So Rashi adds, they, wa- they, were, they were planning to bring hatchets to destroy the Teva and Kshilim to disable Noyach from trying to stop them. And the same by 
Mitzrayim. They knew that the Yidin would fight back and that would start a whole war. So they brought not only swords to kill Jews, they also brought a whole defensive um, weaponry and whatever is needed for a war, they knew what would happen. However, the question still is, how were the Yidin thinking that they're going to prevent Moshe from doing something, you know, they're going to go against Hashem's will and not allow Moshe to go up onto the mountain when he got a direct command to go up onto the mountain? Why were they thinking that? So Rashi explains that they said that Moshe Rabbeinu did so many favors for us and we know from the mitzvah of Bikurim, which we learned a a few parshas back, that the reason for Bikurim is that a person has to show gratitude. You can be unappreciative. Kofi Teva. So therefore they knew that it's a mitzvah in the Torah to be appreciative. Moshe Rabbeinu did so much for us, we have to show appreciation. That's a mitzvah for us. And that's why Rashi goes through the six different favors that Moshe Rabbeinu did for them because it's not a small thing. It is the motivation. It's the reason why they thought that they're permitted to prevent Moshe from going up onto the mountain, even though Hashem had commanded it. And that explains also why Rashi chooses to list those six favors that Moshe Rabbeinu did for them. There are many favors that Moshe Rabbeinu did over the 40 years, but Rashi chooses six. He says, he gave us the man, he gave us the water, he gave us the slav, the meat from the birds, he, he took us out of Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsuf, and... Why these six? Because they were trying to show we're not talking about favors that he did to us in the past. We're talking about today. Today he did all these favors for us. He gave us man today. He gave us water today. He gave us love today. And in regards to these are things which we benefit from till this very day. And not only till that very day but even in today's day and age us, we thousands of years later the Torah says that that us meaning every single Jew and every single generation Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim so in other words that that's something that happened to them on that day they benefit from it on that day and Kriyas Yamsov is the culmination of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Matan Torah is without question something that we benefit from every single day. Matan Torah wasn't only something that Hashem did for the Jews of that generation, it was for every Jew and every generation. So therefore He chose those things which they had to show appreciation for that very day. But still, it's still a nagging question. How were they thinking to go against Hashem's will? So Rashi quotes from the Pasuk also the words, Vaidabar Hashem al Moshe. Hashem spoke to Moshe. Why does he bring that? Because the command to go up onto Mount uh, Nevoi was only directed at Moshe. The Yidin weren't told that they should bring him up or that it was a mitzvah upon everyone to bring him up. So they were thinking, it's not a mitzvah on us, it's a mitzvah on Moshe we're going to prevent him so he'll be an oinus, which means it's completely out of his control and it's not his fault and therefore he, it won't be held against him. We will only be in a, a cause, an indirect cause for him not being able to fulfill the mitzvah that he has. But we have a mitzvah to show gratitude, so therefore our mitzvah to show gratitude outweighs us being an indirect cause for him not being able to do his mitzvah for which he will not be held responsible. And to explain it even more, the Yidin considered that since Hashem made a condition and He said that when is Moshe going to die once he is up on the mountain, so they thought this was Hashem guiding them and leading them 
to show them how they're able to prevent it. We know that Moshe Rabbein, Hashem said to Moshe by the Egel, don't plead with me, don't bug me to, to save the Yidin. So we, Rashi says that we learn, Moshe learned from there that if he does plead, then he will be able to save the Yidin. In other words, Hashem opened the door, showed him how he's able to save the Jewish people. So they thought, maybe that's how Hashem is showing us how we're able to save Moshe Rabbeinu by preventing him from going up onto the mountain. That's why Hashem made it known that that's where he has to die, so that we know what we have to do to prevent him from going up onto the mountain. And they knew that it's possible that one should override Hashem's decree as a community. We know Moshe Rabbeinu many times prayed for the Yidden and was able to avert many gzairahs. He was able to avert half of Aaron's gzairah, that only two of his children died and not the other two, so he saved two of them. So they thought they can save Moshe Rabbeinu by doing this as well. So then why didn't it work at the end? Because it, that's also in the words of Be'etzim Hayyemazeh. Hayyemazeh refers to the day that Moshe Rabbeinu died. Hayyemazeh represents Moshe Rabbeinu's dying. Be'etzim, it would have compromised the essence of the Jewish people if Moshe Rabbeinu hadn't died there. Because if Moshe Rabbeinu had... Moshe Rabbeinu had been the ones to bring the Yidden into Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu, everything that Moshe Rabbeinu does is eternal. Then the Yidden would never have been able to go into Golis. And if they ran into a situation in which they deserved Golis, which Hashem knew was going to happen, and since he can do Golis, when he's able to do Golis, in other words, he's able to pour out his anger against the Beis Amigdash, against the stones and the mortar and the wood, and then he could save the Jewish people, that he shouldn't destroy the Jewish people. But if he's not able to do that, they can't go into Golis. That would have meant, God forbid, that he would have to destroy the entire Jewish people. That would have destroyed the etzim of the Jewish people. Therefore he said, I must prevent Moshe from going in, so that when the time comes, I'll be able to pour out my anger against the Beis Amigdosh and send them into Golos rather than, God forbid, destroying them.